Welcome back to another episode of the Done Right Podcast. Today with us, we have Representative Paul Gosar from Arizona's 4th Congressional District. Today, we're going to be talking about COVID relief, the legislative agenda coming up until the election day, a lot of things going on with BLM, uh, the censorship on YouTube, and a lot of the social media platforms, the legislation that's coming forward on that, and much, much more. So make sure you stay tuned. But before we get started, make sure that you like, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell to make sure that you get all the episodes of the Done Right Podcast. This is the Done Right Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Done Right Podcast. Today we have with us Representative uh, Congressman Paul Gosar. Thanks for coming to the program. Thanks, James. Thanks for having me. Uh, absolutely. And so, first of all, crazy times uh, to be a legislator, especially you know in Congress with a, a worldwide pandemic going on. Um, a lot of different um, you know topics are going on in the media, especially like uh, for example, I, I think a hot topic that's going on is uh, COVID relief. Um, everything that we're doing to help uh, the nation deal with COVID and um, you know the financial relief that we have in that. Do you have any updates on like what we can, what what's going on with the federal government and how we're dealing with COVID? Yeah. So earlier on in the summer, uh, mm-hmm. the Democrats in the House passed uh, the Heroes Act, mm-hmm. which is almost four trillion dollars. It's got everything that the Democrats wanted and and then some. Mm-hmm. Same day uh, voting, uh, same time, same day registration. All sorts of things like crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Senate came back with a package that's a little over $1.5 trillion. Mm-hmm. Trillion. We're talking trillions now, yeah. not, not billions. Yeah. And it was a no-go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you saw the president uh, step in mm-hmm. uh, and uh, do an executive order. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he learned a new trick from Chief Justice Congressional Member John Roberts. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think he took some of the some of the pain away. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the two sides are polarized. Uh, Pelosi won't consider the 1.5 unless I, they, I, they, they, the bill that they looked at last week, unless mm-hmm. they guarantee that they'll spend at least uh, 1.5 trillion dollars. Absolutely, so money is 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 going out like hands and fists. And we still have a bunch of money that hasn't been spent yet from our original allocations, both to hospitals and to states. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. Uh, I definitely saw it. at least in Houston, they had that million dollar hospital that they never used. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's some the some of these uh, temporary hospitals that still have never been ever in use and they never hit that spread and that mark. Right. Um, would you recommend like a proper allocation reallocation of funds or do you think do you think we've just ma- moved past this polarization too much? Uh, I just I think the, the the two sides now have decided what they're going to do going into the election. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see show of votes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like this week we're talking about uh, recreational marijuana making it legal across the country federally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that won't be taken up in the Senate at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think both sides have have figured out where they're going to stand for the election and then get after it. And, and that's absolutely crazy, especially considering, like, you know, not going into the election if they become a lame duck. Um, we're not going to see relief for or help for American families until what, early J- January, possibly? If they don't, they don't know. Pass it, it, a lot of it depends, mm-hmm. uh, James. It depends upon how close the election is, what happens with the election, if one side wins it all, or if one side, the other side wins it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be a wild, uh, crazy time. Uh, but I, I think. The president has a feeling that there still needs to be a stimulus there. Absolutely. Um, and, and there needs to be more PPP uh, funding. Absolutely. How much, we don't know. 
Absolutely. Uh, but we're, we're seeing the job market actually increase, you know, by uh, 1.8 million again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, uh, the, the economy is starting to purr. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll have to see. Absolutely. And then uh, before the show, we were kind of talking about some of the new PPE that was coming out. Uh, do you want to kind of give our listeners yeah, some so, of the cool so, stuff that's coming so, out? So one of the things that I said from very di- for day one was mm-hmm. this is a wake-up call for us to start taking care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Eat right, sleep well, work out, go outside, get in the UV light because Absolutely. that's how you get vitamin D. And mm-hmm. we know that now that vitamin D is so important to our immune system. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people are very de- vitamin defi- D deficient. And all of a sudden, guess what comes out? Mm-hmm. Vitamin D. Yep. Vitamin D is very critical to your immune system. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, so there's a way of taking care of yourself. It's not a matter of if you're going to touch this virus. It's when. And Mm -hmm. you want to do it on your terms when the virus is unhealthy Mm -hmm. uh, and you're healthy. That's Mm -hmm. the biggest key here. You want your immune system to tag it. Mm-hmm. So that it, when it comes back at you, you can you're coding for it and you can fight it off. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know there's been this huge push to get this vaccine, unprecedented mm-hmm. aspects, and it still may come. But what do we do in the meantime? Mm-hmm. We can't shut down our economy. Mm-hmm. So several things that we put forward is UV light, the certain spectrum of UV light that actually kills the bacteria and the viruses. Mm-hmm. That's one. Second one is, is, is actually a fogger, and it takes uh, salts and water, for the most part, and makes hypochloride, mm-hmm. which is very caustic to bacteria and germs and viruses. And so basically what it does is a forced fog into a, a, a closed area like this room. It, it would actually disinfect it within about 10 minutes. Yeah. And then going in there, you'd be less likely to get an infection. So there's a lot of things. Uh, 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 upgrading your immune system from the inside out. Uh, something that our troops use. Uh, mm-hmm. Now we're getting it back out into the, the, the civic population. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things that can be done. And there should be no reason why kids can't go back to school and why our economy is fully open. Absolutely, 100% agree. Especially, with, uh, I know you probably saw what the CDC information came out that a lot of the deaths and a lot of this the stuff is affecting people with uh, lower immune systems right now and that a lot there's a lot of comorbid comorbidities um within the deaths and so obviously what you were talking about with the you're making sure that your immune system that's the number one factor right obviously the the, the last report that came out there was very basically about nine thousand mm-hmm. around the stage just ten thousand that mm-hmm. had no other comorbidities in deaths Mm-hmm. So when you look at it, the, the, the mean was 2.5 um, comorbidities like diabetes or cancer, those types of things where your immune system is, is handicapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from, from that standpoint, uh, you know, uh, this isn't what it portrayed to be out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, it sure shocked our, our economy and particularly the small business person. Absolutely. And then kind of switching subjects into uh, the next thing, you have a bill that uh, you're you're pushing right now uh, about the censorship of the big tech companies, obviously. That's that's been a huge problem. I know like I've I've dealt with it, especially on my podcast where, you know, you have a thousand views or whatever. And then all of a sudden YouTube likes to wipe them clean or they'll put you at the bottom of the list, even though your title matches exactly with the search engine or whatever. that has had a huge effect on the information that's going out in the media. I mean, especially we've seen it like with a lot of the writing and a lot of information that's coming out that, you know, these number one videos are coming out um, before all the information comes out and you're getting a lot of misinformation. It's causing riots and and damages and and things like that. And social media is not even taking any 
um, responsibility for for that, but they're quick to fact check a, a Republican within seconds, yeah. but you know they won't fact check other information or uh, a COVID case. And but we're seeing you know child trafficking, human trafficking. Um, yeah. What kind of what kind of relief will we see from this bill on? So uh, the so the bill that I actually put together uh, restores our First Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what it does, it gets rid of the immunity clause that mm-hmm. is broad based stuck off for the platforms. They can't be sued right now. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're falling in behind that. Mm-hmm. So what it basically does is it, 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 it quantifies what is illegal language. Mm-hmm. Okay, trafficking, terrorism, those kind of things. It defines that. Mm-hmm. And once that's defined, then the platform has to come to you to say, listen, James, do you want a filter? And what kind of filter? Do you mm-hmm. want it raw without the illegal material on, or do you want a filter? Mm-hmm. If you take a filter and they don't provide what they uh, give you, you have the right to get an attorney and sue them for it. Mm-hmm. It's just as simple as that. Um, a lot of people say, well, what can one person do versus the big platforms? They, they have much more resources. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm taking the American bar, uh, the American trial attorneys, Mm-hmm. and turning them loose on the big platforms. Mm-hmm. There's two big giants going at each other. Mm-hmm. Man, amazing things can happen. Absolutely. Now, now, you may want to also use antitrust, but if you don't get rid of the immunity clause, what you do is you take the five or six big sharks that you have and you dice them up into a piled herd of piranha, school of piranha. Absolutely. It's not a matter of if you're, if you're going to eat, it's just the size of the bites they're going to take out of you. Definitely. And... Um, a lot of it is that these social media platforms are trying to act like they're newsstands, right? Yep. Like that the, they're, they're just providing you the information. Yeah. And then, uh, but when they act, they're acting like publishers, that starts to make them more liable, right? Absolutely. I mean, if we, we saw it with uh, Nick Sandman, right? Yep. If you start putting out stuff that's harmful and it's gonna hurt people's lives or, or, or cutting off information that has big effects, you're gonna get sued for it. And I, I definitely think that the social media platforms should be held to the same exact standard Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, particularly when you started looking at the COVID, the intersection with COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, Donald Trump issued the, the, the magic words, hydroxychloroquine. Mm-hmm. It works, folks. Mm-hmm. It actually works. Look at Taiwan. 24 million people stacked on each other more densely than New York City. Mm-hmm. They found out what was happening in China. They shut down their borders. Mm-hmm. Then they heard that it had to do with respiratory. So they identified their population most at risk. Mm-hmm. Then what they did is, is they took hydroxychloroquine and zinc, gave it to all those people as a pre-med. Mm-hmm. And then those with active disease process, like for pneumonia and stuff, they gave them a Z-pack. Mm-hmm. Nine people have died. Yeah. Nine people up to today. So it does work. Mm-hmm. It does work. And for the government to say otherwise is, is crazy. We saw a governor, a governor Ducey right here in the state of Arizona re- forbid it's being used off label. Absolutely. And that's not that's not right. And so, so we want the, all the information and we don't want the platforms or the publishers getting in between the doctor-patient relationship. That's key there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from, from the standpoint of what we see here, uh, we should have heeded uh, Dr. Epstein from mm-hmm. Texas, mm-hmm. foremost authority on the platforms. In 2016, uh, over 2.4 million people were actually moved to Hillary Clinton to vote for her mm-hmm. versus Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. His comments earlier last year to uh, Senator uh, Cruz, they expect over 15 million votes to be moved towards whoever's uh, fighting Trump. Absolutely. So it, 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 you got to have a fair game, but they're not playing this fair. 
Yeah, definitely not playing fair. And then if you're going to do that, you should be held accountable at least. Absolutely. Maybe maybe it would be an, a great uh, aspect to uh, for an October surprise. Use uh, the RICO standards to go in blazing to all the, the big platforms mm -hmm. and take their hard drives and, uh, you know, let's see what, what, let's see what we got. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, I mean, we definitely saw what uh, Project Veritas just pulled out with Facebook and yeah. we're seeing what uh, the censoring of conservatives. Oh, they, they'll come testify to Congress. They're not doing that. And then all of a sudden you get candid interviews when they don't think they're being recorded. And well, and, and, and look at the Judiciary House Judiciary Committee prior to the July recess, uh, the mm -hmm. August recess. They laid it out. Uh, David Cicilline talked about a small business person who became very successful, that Amazon mimicked and put him out of business. Mm -hmm. Those, that's, that's permissible? No, that's not. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's anti-collaboration. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's monopoly rules. Mm -hmm. that, that's, those RICO standards can be utilized here. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I really would hope that something like that would come about. I doubt it. Um, hmm. uh, uh, we've informed the president that he's got the ability uh, and the attorney general to use uh, the RICO standards with antitrust. So we'll see what happens. Absolutely. Uh, a great October surprise. Oh, yeah, definitely. Be at, uh, uh, speaking of uh, kind of surprises that were, were kind of happened, it's been rumored um, that we're not going to really even see any charges. Uh, you were one of the first people on this with the Obama gate stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, over almost over a year ago, talking about all this uh, and, and filing the letters to the attorney general. Um, do you think we'll actually see any of this and, or do you uh, any charges actually come up with some higher level officials now that the evidence has been pretty clear that, you know, they they've spied on the uh, sitting or on an oncoming president um, coming in? Oh, uh, you know, I, I've guessed so much, James. I am tired of because I'm I've been wrong. You know? Yeah. Indictments is coming when you see, you know, struck and page, you know, struck and uh, Comey and others go out in front of people. Mm -hmm. uh, I've, I've actually asked the president uh, over uh, to twice to, to get rid of Christopher Ray because mm -hmm. he was dragging his heels. Mm -hmm. When you see them in possession of an email that they had all along mm -hmm. and throw it up at the last minute. I don't know what happens. You know, I thought that maybe I was told maybe September that we'd start seeing something. But it tells you how bad the situation was. Mm -hmm. So look at the, you know, in 2010, I came into Congress. I won my election starting in 2011. Here's what I had to deal with. Fast and Furious, Benghazi, IRS, the uh, attack on the press with James Rosen, James Risen, and Cheryl Atkinson, the unmasking, the Hillary Clinton emails, the Ukraine gate, Russia gate, and now Obama gate. Mm -hmm. You know, so they were very anti-law. They were breaking down the law. Mm -hmm. No one's no one's paid the penalty for any of that. Absolutely. And that and that defies it. So you wonder why you get the riots that you do. Mm -hmm. So now you go to these big cities mm -hmm. you go to like Austin or Austin and Houston and, and Atlanta and San Francisco and, and Portland. Portland. And what ends up happening for over a year now, they haven't been charging people if they stole a thousand dollars or less. Mm -hmm. In some places, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So all of a sudden you incite this riot. What's people going to say, hey, free goods. You know, I don't I'm not going to be held accountable for my actions. The federal government has been a poor excuse at, at setting the bar. Absolutely. And do you think um, going in, uh, obviously, they're going to they're going to be coming soon for those handouts for to rebuild their cities. Is Congress going to give it to them or that? That I don't know. 
You know, uh, what, what's sad about this, James, is I look at this as if, if the election were to go away, go to the Democrats and Biden. Mm -hmm. Imagine that people like myself and others would be prosecuted mm -hmm. by, by the very lawbreakers. Yeah. It, 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 you know, it just uncra it's, it's, cra it's crazy. It's crazy to look at this. But, uh, you know, President Trump has played this extremely well because of the jurisdiction of the mayors and the governors of their states, mm -hmm. especially with COVID. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he provided assistance, but you had to ask for it mm -hmm. um, because the, the chief executive officer of each state is that governor and of that city is those mayors. And he really ex exposed how badly they, they did their stuff. Here's a guy that uh, was cutting edge saying, listen, we're going to shut down traffic from uh, China and Wuhan. Mm -hmm. He saved probably tens of thousands of people's lives based on that. I, yeah, I definitely agree. And I think I think what you were saying is absolutely correct. Where before the election or before he started doing that, you were hearing, oh, this is Trump's problem. This is Trump's problem. Yeah. This is Trump's problem. And we, were, we definitely heard it. Uh, we had a guest last week who talked about Puerto Rico with the mayor of uh, San Juan. Mm -hmm. She was like, oh, Trump's not doing enough. And then he goes, all right, well, here's everything that we've given you. What have you done with it? And, and yeah. now all these Democrat governors are, are sitting there with their hands in their pockets like, uh, great. Well, and, and it's and, really and they're watching their city burn. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you look at what happened in Chicago. They finally had to ask for assistance. And look at the death rates now, the, the, the murder rates dropping. Mm -hmm. You know, Minneapolis, same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, but I, I applaud the Trump administration because um, we don't want a, uh, a militarized police uh, force. We mm -hmm. don't want it federalized. No. So, but the voter needs to hold these people accountable, mm -hmm. these mayors and governors. That's the proper prospect. You know, uh, I always look at the aspect of uh, Saul Alinsky. He always says, you know, when uh, they have the bullet, we will uh, do reformation through the peaceful uh, reformation through uh, uh, petitioning and voting. Mm -hmm. When we have the the gun, it'll all be about the bullet. Mm -hmm. So I mean, there's a there's a, 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 a how do we go from one world to the next? And mm -hmm. that's what's pivotal about this next election. Absolutely, and and definitely like the 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 changing of power. If it, God forbid, it does, but making sure this people transition to power i mean we've already seen joe biden and hillary well hillary clinton more specifically say joe biden should not concede no matter mm -hmm. what what the given situation is and with all the leadership that we've seen from the democratic cities and mayors and governors it's it's not going to be good for no it's but, but people aren't aren't they're not stupid you no, know yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it's the small business owner uh and the people that you know, wanted to have a peaceful existence. There's a reason why the fastest growing part of our segment of our population buying guns are young women with children. Mm -hmm. They don't feel safe anymore. Absolutely. You know, imagine that. Look at look at Portland. Look look at Minneapolis. Look at Chicago. Look at New York. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, you know, these people hate the, our government so bad. Then go somewhere else. Absolutely. Um, so. Looking into that kind of, you know, we've kind of touched on it. it what do you think a legislative agenda would be um, if we take back the House and we have obviously supermajority of the House, Senate, um, Donald Trump? What would be the what do you think the agenda would be going forward into the next two years before into the next election? Well, so? I can tell you, I think you'd see health care reform. 
but major league. And, and, and the point I've been always trying to get across is we spend so much dollars in the health arena. We need truly a competitive marketplace, which we don't have right now. You know, I, I have another bill that basically breaks up, takes away the Sherman and Clayton antitrust exemption from the, the medical insurance industry, making mm -hmm. them compete for your dollars. Once again, if you don't do this, you're nibbling at the edges. Mm -hmm. this, this way, what ends up happening is, is that they'll push our technology. Okay, Paul, maybe you've got AFib. We'll give you a $50 break on your insurance every month that if you put the app for AFib on here and every morning or when you feel it, you put your thumbs on there and you send it to your cardiologist. Mm -hmm. And diabetes, okay, every day you, you have your port on the side of your, your stomach, mm -hmm. you scan it, we'll give you the $50. That's how we're gonna incentivize. Mm -hmm. That's what we need that marketplace. Mm -hmm. You'll save on insurance, you'll save on doctors, mm -hmm. you'll empower doctors to recreate ideas like they do in the Rust Belt. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to uh, have hospitals starting to compete for all insurance money to keep them there. And then you're gonna have lower pharmaceutical bills because they have to have best management practices for those pharmaceuticals. Absolutely. And I, yeah, I, I, as a former ENT, I definitely saw that under Obamacare when they put everybody on insurance mm -hmm. and then the doctors weren't taking it and then they weren't paying out the bills that they were supposed to be doing. Yeah. All these emergency rooms were losing a bunch of money. All these specialists were coming out of the hospitals. And so despite everybody having insurance, mm -hmm. the access actually went down. Yep. And so it's one of those things where it's like, if you don't fix the problem, which is right. the high costs, um, and, um, you're not, you're never going to fix the access. <laughs> Build a marketplace. Absolutely. What works for one community may not work for another community. Allow uh, plumbers to, to get, gather together mm -hmm. and, and pool their resources as, as association health plans. How about other areas where there's uh, a, a quadri of do uh, doctors that you, they do something like the Rust Belt does, $50 unlimited access for an adult uh, per month, $10 for a child. Mm -hmm. They make money at it, believe it or not. Believe it or not. And then when they said, hey, you don't give specialty care. Well, they gave specialty care. It didn't cost a whole bunch, bunch more, but they mm -hmm. were saving tons of money. Mm -hmm. Now we have five years of great studies in regards to the MediShare application. This is where people pool their, their resources and split it up amongst themselves. Interestingly enough, 90% of those people on MediShare pay less than half of Obamacare rates. 60% pay $500 less per month than Obamacare rates. Something's working here. Mm -hmm. Give the marketplace customer service, customer service, customer service, which is very important to patients. Absolutely. And so what else would you, would we see on a Republican agenda? You're going to see the rebuild uh, the uh, rules and regulatory streamlining effects there. Uh -huh. You're going to see pro activity for small businesses and businesses. Mm -hmm. You're going to see supply chains coming back home so that we're not so dependent, whether it be pharmaceuticals or the rare earths on the new technology out there. Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, it's a rebuilding of, of America mm -hmm. uh, and our engagement. Instead of uh, bowing and, and, and uh, apologizing for our past, mm -hmm. stand, stand 
stand tall and look forward to the future. I think uh, that's a great thing, especially now that President Trump has kind of laid the foundation of mm -hmm. not being reliant on other countries to actually have to do stuff. I mean, we've we've seen firsthand, especially with COVID, uh, the hoarding of medicine, the hoarding of yep. medical supplies, the hoarding of other things from other countries that we relied on. Um, and then it became a huge national security threat for us because mm -hmm. obviously we didn't have the supplies. We were telling people not to wear masks because we didn't have enough masks yeah, yeah. Um, and not because it was a smart thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, so um with the democrat agenda we're definitely we heard them uh socialized medicine yep and we're gonna see college. lack of energy energy independence because we're gonna go green new deal and, and you can see what happened over here in california they were five thousand megawatts short that's why they had rolling brownouts and blackouts and they mm -hmm. had to buy super costly energy from arizona absolutely so uh we want all the above mm -hmm. that's what the republicans are going to offer there's a place for everything Mm -hmm. uh, so you're going to see us dependent upon others. Uh, you're going to see the economy drop because now you're going to see more uh, dictated uh, jobs that are smaller in, in uh, uh, finances. Uh, they're not going to be the big jobs that pay 80 to 70,000. You're going to see diminished police forces mm -hmm. across the country because uh, Biden and Harris have said those and they're going to reallocate those resources. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have a lawless society. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's not like the police forces that we were we were already doing were overmanned, right? <laughs> they weren't overmanned. There was I, I tell you, we, what, what we put our police force in uh, and sheriff's offices uh, are unattainable. Mm -hmm. uh, think about during this COVID exercise. We saw suicides grow up. We saw uh, family domestic violence go up. We saw deaths by drug overdoses going up. And they have no idea what they're walking into. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're sending that 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 haphazard. So there's a balance here. Mm -hmm. uh, there are there's always a few bad apples in the bushel. Mm -hmm. I picked a few bushels of apples in my time. I, I thought I got those the very best, but there's a few of them. That's the way it is with every profession. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, even I was a firefighter. I, there's definitely times where you know, as as a profession that's as loved as firefighters, mm -hmm. I, I've seen it, I've seen it too, where there's been some bad ones and we just have to treat those individuals accordingly and not, yep. and not treating the whole, the whole bunch of the same. Accountability. Absolutely. That's personal accountability. That's what we got to get back to. Mm -hmm. You and, know, I, uh, there's a famous saying by uh, a former associate uh, Supreme court justice, Louise Brandeis in a government of laws, the government will be imperiled if it doesn't observe the law scrupulously. Mm -hmm. If the government violates the law it invites every man to break the law, it invites anarchy. Here we are. Yep, absolutely. And so um, moving forward, I guess, do you think that, um, especially with Supreme Court justices and stuff like mm -hmm. that being on the line, uh, that this this new normal becomes a permanent new normal um, under the Democrat? Like we're, we're actually getting a taste of what it's going to be like under the, the Joe Biden. Oh, absolutely. The, the socialism that we experienced during COVID, the government told you who, when you could go out, how you could go out, where, who you could see, where you could buy your stuff from. That wasn't comfortable for me. Mm -hmm. And that shouldn't have been comfortable for a lot of people. Uh, that was what the tip of the socialism is, that, that failed promise that we can make socialism, fascism, communism uh, uh, work. It hasn't worked in history mm -hmm. and it's not going to work here as well. Absolutely. I 100% agree. I was watching uh, during the COVID break, especially, you know, no new TV shows. I, I reread 1984 mm. by George Orwell. Mm -hmm. Man, is that scary? How like how quickly we're moving into that, especially when you're seeing CNN going mostly peaceful protests and then you go, excuse oh, me, 
that's all on fire behind you, bro. Like- that's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. You can not acknowledge that over and over again, but it eventually catches up. And that's what I look at this election aspect is those people are sitting back. The average man and woman are sitting back and saying, you know, if I raise my voice and say, listen, I'm voting for who I'm going to vote for. I'm going to be ridiculed. Uh, I'm going to be chastised. Mm-hmm. I'll let it be when I go behind that curtain mm-hmm. or send my ballot in. And I, I think we're one at of the crossroads. No, I th- yeah, absolutely agree. And I, I, one of the things I've noticed is uh, I traveled to the airport in Colorado um, just the other week, and you'd be surprised how many people are secret Trump supporters because mm-hmm. I had a, a Trump patch on my backpack. And I did, yeah. And how many people walk by and go, hey, man, like your patch. Hey, how's it going? Like, we're in this with you. And definitely the silent majority is definitely strong, and hopefully we see it in this election cycle. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, to me, it's exciting what Trump has done. Think about trade deals with the UK, the EU, new mm-hmm. st- established aspects of of, of, uh, of uh, peace. The initiatives now with uh, UAE, the Israelis, Serbia, and Kosovo. I mean, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. He's doing a dang good job about it. Yeah, for somebody who never served in any political office before, is, yeah. he's... Well, he's a businessman, and and a businessman usually finds out it's like being a doctor. Mm-hmm. You don't start working on the patient till you say, "Where does it hurt? How does it hurt?" Mm-hmm. Get some diagnostics, then present a plan, form a contract, and move forward mm-hmm. together. That's how he does things, and I, I, I got to compliment him. You know, he had a rough start just because he had so many people that may have not got along. You know, uh, got along with his idea of our brand of, of uh, conservatives. But he's catching his stride. And do you think that's where conservative is? Uh, conservatism is going. It's, it's kind of what Trump did is kind of brought it back to the basics of like, hey, free markets, yeah. get the government out of things, bring our troops home. Yeah. Uh, like back because before, like at least the last couple of Republicans, we saw a lot of war hawking and yeah. a lot of nation building and a lot yeah. of that. Um, going forward, do you think Trump's Trump's brand of, of Republicanism is the way is the way forward? Or do you think it is? I, it is. I, I think one of the cautions that I would have to look at, but would be our financial debt. Mm-hmm. You know, so we got to address that. And, and, and the system's got to get better. Mm-hmm. When we have audits of the military, we just can't go by and let $260 billion where we can't find just, oh, well, we'll just do it all over again. Without yeah. having what billion dollars <laughs> it's, it's it's almost 300 billion dollars yeah and you keep rolling that rolling and rolling it now you got a trillion dollars mm-hmm. that's big you look at china the reaction with china china has never paid its debt or war bonds were taking out during world war ii on mm-hmm. their behalf it's approaching 1.4 to 1.8 trillion dollars mm-hmm. so do we owe them anything i say not we don't owe them crap especially after what just a- happened absolutely you're going to see a more uh aggressive government looking at foreign interests mm-hmm. uh, in, in, as major stockholders or major owners in regards to uh, uh, American businesses. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a new renaissance about America's back mm-hmm. and, and, and back with a vengeance. Absolutely. And uh, the freedoms to, you know, the freedoms to go out, to, to, to decide what we want to do. Do I want to take my motorcycle or do I want to go in my ATV? Mm-hmm. Do I want to go surfing? Mm-hmm. Do I want to go to Hawaii? Mm-hmm. You know, I can do those things if I'm held accountable, but I get my jo- my job done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I that's one of, one of the things that I've loved about President Trump treating the government like a business is 
his mind is always on the return on investment yep. to the to the uh, taxpayer. Yeah. Like, hey, what are you getting back in return for this? Like, uh, what's this trade deal doing for the average American? Yep. And and I I love that we've gotten back to that basic. So we're kind of running short, short on time. Uh, people want to find more information on Congressman Gosar. What things that you're doing? Where do they go? They go to uh, uh, gosar.house.gov. And you can see a plethora of we're one of the busiest people on the planet with our legislation. So, um, and, you know, we were uh, kind of heralded as the top Republican lawmaker. We had uh, six bills signed into law. Awesome. Last year. So uh, and I'm only behind <laughs> one Democrat, and that's Sheila Jackson Lee. So she's got a head start on me. So, but I mean, uh, one of the reasons why we're so uh, ta- uh, accomplished is we listen to people. Absolutely. What, what is it that you need? And where is the federal nexus? Mm-hmm. How can we help? Uh, don't run away from being a, a doc. I run to being a doc. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, sir, for coming into the program. James, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And so, again, if you guys like the program, make sure that you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and make sure that you get all the uh, notifications for when we have a new episode. Obviously, YouTube's not going to tell you when we have a new episode out with all the shadow banning and stuff. So make sure you hit that, um, and have a wonderful day. Uh-huh.